Welcome to Leading with a Brave Heart, a podcast that helps professional women build the confidence to lead with their hearts, to lead with confidence and compassion. I'm Michelle Johns and my mission is to help you find yourself and stop fixing yourself so that you can transform your career and open up new opportunities. I'm so excited that you're here. Now onto the show. episode, I'm going to deep dive into step three of the five steps to lead a team, the leadership roadmap. So a few weeks ago, I shared the five steps to lead a team. Now that was back in season two, episode 44. If you haven't listened, it's an overview of the first five things to focus on when you start leading a team. You could go back and start there. Today, I'm deep diving into step three, which is all about creating the cadence your team. So if you haven't already listened to step one and step two, I'll go into that a little bit now. So step one, that's episode 46, how to create a thriving culture. Now in that episode, I talked about where to start. So setting that tone for your team. And this included all those things about team values, setting expectations, setting it all up and making sure that your team know what they can expect from you. And we talked about team culture and how it's more important than an organizational culture and how it has an impact on the individuals in your team. So you can always go back to that one, episode 46. Then in episode 48, I described step two, creating that vision for your team. We talked about what a team is, why it's important to establish the vision and how to do it. So if you want some tips on that, go back to that one. And now we will set up the cadence for your team. Cadence um, sounds a little old-fashioned term actually, but it sounds basic too. Setting up the team meetings you need, the operating model, um, but these simple things often get overlooked. Now think about when you've gone into a new team or you've got a new manager and there doesn't seem to be any sort of what structure or way of doing things and there's a lot of um, disjointed meetings that sometimes they're cancelled and they keep getting cancelled because uh, the leader has something else to do and so on. So this is your opportunity to, to make a difference, if you like, to bring to life that vision we talked about in the previous episode, to walk the talk, to set up the team for success. It's very basic, but it can have such a big impact. Now, it will look different for every team in every different setting, if you like, and for each leader to bring their own style to it. So for you to bring your own style to it and each team and what they need to achieve, things will need to be customized. But the important thing is to set this up from the get go. And why would you want to do that? Well, to establish trust and credibility as a leader, to also create expectations and some certainty for your team in a very 
uncertain environment usually that we work in. So this creates some certainty. I know I'm going to get a chance to talk to the team on Thursday or I know that my manager has time and space for me to get all my um, challenges out and all the things that are going on for me out in a meeting and it gives people that certainty that it's coming along and that things will be addressed. It's also um, a reason to make it possible for your team to come together and succeed as a team and achieve that common goal we talked about in the last episode. So let's take a look at what this could look like. Now, I mentioned this will be different for every team. So I'm going to start with something simple to get things going, especially if you're in a new role or leading a team for the first time. So let's get your regular meetings scheduled in and and started for that maximum impact to deliver on priorities. Do this as soon as you can um, when you start leading a team so you can get going and get that momentum going. Now, as a general rule, when I'm talking to new leaders, I recommend to begin by establishing three regular meetings. These are your basic meetings. One, a regular one-on-one with every single team member. Uh, Two, a weekly operational meeting with the whole team. And three, a monthly strategic meeting for the whole team to review and plan. Now, it's important that these meetings have some sort of structure and a purpose so people know why they're coming and will attend, if you like. And you can have this on a standing agenda or in the invitation for your meeting. Now, starting with your one-on-one meetings, let's start with that. Spend time on the person, so who they are, how they're feeling, how they're going, and time on the work. Where are you at with this task? What challenges have you got? What roadblocks do you need me to help you with? Now, this will ensure you have time for that team member to raise challenges with you and so that you can support them. So if you've got a bit of a structure meeting, structure to your meeting, then you can make sure that you have enough time to cover all the things you need. In those meetings, start by asking questions and giving them space to bring up their challenges and what support they need from you. And use the time also to set expectations, set expectations that you've outlined in team meetings and anchor back to your common goal and your vision and the values of the team and use those meetings to provide feedback. Now, operational meetings are to deal with the day-to-day tasks of the team and to keep the team all aligned to the same thing. And this is where you can bring in what was established in step one and two that we talked about already, keeping anchored to your common goal and also discussing, celebrating the values and behaviours of the team as well. Now, it's where the team will share their challenges and you'll be able to determine priorities and raise any clashes of priorities within the team and resolve those work conflicts. Not necessarily the people conflicts, but the projects and the tasks. And it's good here to have a standing agenda and maybe have some fun or a ritual in your meeting that you like to bring in, something that means something to the team and the culture. It could be starting each meeting with something everyone is grateful for, or to bring in a positive thing that happened on the weekend just to set the tone of the meeting rather than coming in and complaining about the traffic or what happened on the way to work and so on. Or you may have a team member a team member bring in a 10-minute topic each week or something that means something to you and your team. And as you get confident and comfortable with your role, you may get more innovative ideas here for your team meeting. 
Then we go to the third meeting, which is your strategic meetings. And these can be used to review where you're at as a team, to plan ahead, and to bring the team together for some team building and um, get to know each other and so on. So you may actually do this meeting and then follow it up by an activity or a lunch each month or whatever's relevant to your organization and your team culture. Or it may be an off-site team building activity every quarter or twice a year is what I would normally do. Now each workplace is different. So if um, if you think about this in context to how you work and what type of work your team does, so if you're leading a project, you may be working in an agile way with daily Kanban walls. Um, don't break that, just add something to it. So think about what might, what might be missing to get the team working better and make sure you have your one-on-ones to talk to each person, individual to individual, and not only have team meetings. Another change for you might be if you're a remote team, make sure there's a consistent or regular way to connect on a daily basis. Because there's no lift, tea room, coffee walks where people can bump into each other. So come up with something that works for your team. Now, in terms of being more broad about how your team operates, you can think about these three things that I'll share with you. How your team will communicate, coordinate and collaborate. So the meetings we talked about or the way you've set your meetings up, this is more about a way to communicate you will also have other communication channels to communicate expectations, decisions, um, and this may need to be formally documented on email, whereas a casual communication on how everyone is feeling could just be via a team chat. And this can help keep things in the right place or have a way you all work together effectively. Now, you don't need to be making all the decisions here. Discuss this as a team in your team meeting and what what ideas other people have. Um, now meetings may also expand to that second point about coordinating. So also think about how you would coordinate the work within the team. Would that be through using a shared file so you can um, keep things like checklists and to-do lists there or is it using a project management tool to keep track of the tasks and coordinating the work? or it could be the minutes on your um, team meeting. So have a think about how you'll coordinate work. And finally, how do you collaborate together? This is important because it's very different to communication. It's how you'll get the work done together, I guess. So when you have multiple people working on one project or task at the same time, how will you collaborate? This could be using shared drives and files or team sites it could be using um, Google Docs if you're using that platform, or it could be more about collaborating together using digital whiteboards if you're working remotely, or old-fashioned whiteboards in a room, even if they are still um, digital, depending on your workplace. So how will your team collaborate together? So hopefully this has given you some um, a bit of a structure for how you could set your team up and set your team operating model up. Perhaps you've inherited a team and the way the manager did things before. Is there something new you can bring to the team to make it more efficient, more effective, and more enjoyable as well? So is there something or a new way to do things or something that's uniquely you as well? 
So use this reflection time, if you like, while you're listening to this podcast on your walk, use it as an opportunity to reset, rejuvenate things, to build on your leadership style, and also enjoy being a leader and going to work. So let's just wrap up. How will you communicate with your team, both one-on-one and as a group? How will you coordinate the work? And how will you collaborate on the work together? So that is step three of the Leadership Roadmap, Five Steps to Lead a Team. What could your operational model look like? What operating rhythm would work for your team and for you as well? And look, don't spend too much time getting it right or perfect. You're likely to need to change it after getting feedback from your team and after some experimentation. So just start with something, even if it's just three basic meetings. So go ahead, get started, or maybe just bring something new to your operating rhythm that you already have going after listening to today's episode. And if you haven't downloaded the Leadership Roadmap yet, Five Steps to Lead a Team, I've left the link again in the, in the show notes here. So until next time, have an awesome week.